Welcome to The Porch. I'm Lindsay Bacardo, keynote speaker and virtual presenter for organizations who want to build strong, multi-generational teams. I believe that the modern day leader has a moral obligation to grow personally and lead others from a grounded and healthy and healed place. You're going to hear me bring on psychologists, neuroscience experts, storytellers, emotional intelligence researchers, really anything that helps a leader grow personally and ultimately impact the culture of their organization. This is where I bring my favorite thought leaders on these topics to teach and mentor us through our own growth. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to The Porch. Carrie, thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. I wanna share a little bit about who she is if you haven't heard of her. She helps people find creative, intentional, and impactful ways to celebrate life and to express fam love, to express love. Because you know what? That's the thing that, that's the currency that we all live off of and we forget to do it. So her job is to help people celebrate life, to express love for family and friends. She's certified as a high performance coach. If you know my obsession with Brendan Burchard, she is the, a coach that works with him. So it's amazing. Sherry supports people in living their best lives full of joy, success, engagement, and meaningful relationships, which we all need more of. She's the author of Say It Now, 33 Creative Ways to Say I Love You uh, to the Most Important People in Your Life. Sam, as we get going, would you put that link for that book for Amazon in the chat? Because everybody's going to want to grab it. She's had her work featured on New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Huffington Post. If you go to simplycelebrate.net, you're going to find out all about her. She's here with us today. Sherry, thank you for coming. I'm clapping because you're the only person that can hear this, but what a great way to start a Thursday. Lindsay, I love you. You're so awesome. I'm already I'm just, just having so much fun with you. Yes, good. I'm glad. Okay, I asked you this question. Sherry and I had a little behind the scenes chat earlier this week, and I've been burning to know because I asked, but we decided not to tell each other. Sherry, what is a childhood memory that you can share with us to get us warmed up? What's a childhood memory that has shaped you on your progress, on your life and your development? Can you share something with us? I've been waiting for three days now. Lindsay, <laughs> yes. And actually, as I told you, I probably would let something new drop in, which it just did in this moment. It worked. I love that. It did. So you know what just dropped in mm -hmm. is when I was in seventh grade, I wanted to try out for cheerleading. And I was so gawky. I was like all left feet and like just skinny and, you know. But what happened was... I really brought the enthusiasm. And I, as I'm thinking about this, it's really funny. I've been embarrassed for many years that I was a cheerleader. But the thing is, I think what that taught me, Lindsay, is I made the team. I was the last person to get, cho you know, like I was the last one. Mm -hmm. But it was all enthusiasm. And I think as I'm, I, I love that this just dropped in because again, I've been so embarrassed. But I think actually it speaks a lot to who I am. That I love it. Yeah, I may not have the skills all the time. I may not have the same intelligence or whatever, the history as other people, but I think I can access the enthusiasm. And that's really part of what, what makes life magical, isn't it? Not just 
being the best, but being excited to be alive and to be there and to transfer that to other people. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And actually, you know, I, I like I said, I was because cheerleader has a certain connotation, but the truth of it is I love cheerleading people. I really love it. Mm -hmm. And we all need more of that. That's something that as adults, we kind of lose and we're just kind of going through the motions, you know, and yet you see, and I see this too, some of the highest achieving people, when I speak to my CEOs that I love and admire, they're like, no one gives me like positive feedback or encourages me. I just get nibbled away at all day. Yes. Yes. I, I really do believe that I think what, what we all, we all, we all want to just be seen and loved for who we are, mm-hmm. you know, not, not the things that we do, not the things we cheered on because we're just great because of who we are. I love that. That's exactly right. I can see that. And, you know, through your life, this theme of enthusiasm and connecting to other people and creating deep love between people, that's played through your whole hills that you've built. One of these that I've heard you talk a lot about is this love lists idea. (laughs) And you've said that these have saved your life. Can you tell us more? And as you chat, I'm going to turn my video off just to help with tech. So I'm totally here, but I'm going to be here in just sound. So here we go. Can you just. I would be so happy to Lindsay. And thank you for asking. The love list is actually so central to my life. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it saved my life. I, Mm -hmm. back when I was in my twenties, I was suicidal. I went through Mm. huge, huge, dark depression and anxiety. And I was saved from that, thank goodness. And really one of the things that pulled me out of that was that I, thank you universe, the idea just started coming to me to to make lists of why I love people and to gift those people with those lists. Mm -hmm. And what I saw, Lindsay, is that when I was in the process of love, I couldn't be depressed. Interesting. Yeah. I still think that that's one of, we talked about, isn't this called this? I think we have some secrets today. And that to me, that's, that's right. a, <laughs> that is the number one secret of my life. Because I do think that I have, I think our family has a history of depression. I think there's some chemistry, but love overcomes that, that, mm. that whatever those chemicals are, love brings in all those good chemicals. And that sounds mm-hmm. kind of cliche and, you know, cheesy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense because that, that idea in the life coaching world of whatever you focus on, you get more of. Yes. That's where this plays in, right? It's exactly it, Lindsay. And also, here's the thing, why I, I actually am so passionate about the love list. It's simple. It doesn't cost anything. When I'm doing it, I feel immense joy. And again, you know, it, it really fills me with all of those great chemicals. But then I gift it to somebody. And so that person, just like we were saying at the very beginning, the person who receives it, 
they're reading a list of specific reasons why I love them, why they matter, why they've made oh. a difference in my life. So it, it's, it's a pick me up for them. And then our relationship ends up going deeper and changing. And so it's all coming back to me over and over again. Does that make sense? That's amazing. I love that, that idea that you are a mirror for them to remind them of all the ways that they're lovable. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, that's really, I, you know, that is my mission in life is to, to do that, to reflect back to people, you know, mm -hmm. because often, like you said too, you know, I think for whatever reason, it can be so hard for people to see themselves. You know, we've yes. got all this, we have all this stuff, you know, why didn't you, you should have, that wasn't good enough. Why'd you say that? Why'd you do that? Why couldn't you? Why didn't you? And, and we can't see how amazing we are. And so I, I do, you're right. That's such a beautiful image of like being able to hold up a mirror to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about, um, you know, Gen Z teenagers these days get criticized for kind of being on their phone all the time and taking selfies and millennials got the same flack. And mm -hmm. when the video camera came out originally, that big honky one, Gen Xers were getting flack for taking too many videos of themselves too. But I wonder if there's an innocence in all of it that we're all just trying to see who we really are. Oh, you know, oh, Lindsay. oh what a beautiful thing to say. Right. That because for whatever reason, it's sometimes it's hard to access. You're right. Like maybe there's a way that we're, yeah, we're just trying to find that outside yeah, of, sorry, I, I was just going to say outside of what we, I think some of us or a lot of us grow up with that idea of who we are, or our accomplishments, the awards we get, those wins. And, and we're just trying to see ourselves like, am I enough? who I am right mm -hmm. here, right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those love lists are a way to create a totally different dynamic in every relationship that you have where you're saying you are enough. You are absolutely enough. I see you. You didn't even ask for this. Think about that. If think about if everybody that's watching on Facebook, everybody on this call, if they really took the time to make that love list and what a, a huge wave it would send through our lives this weekend, if we were to take time to do that. I know, Lindsay. And I just saw someone in the chat just post about, so I'm just gonna say quickly again what it mm -hmm. is, because I, <laughs> this is my passion and I, I wanna inspire a million lovelists in my life. So a loveless is simply a list of specific reasons we love someone. So if I was, I mean, I've just met Lindsay, <clears throat> but if I was going to make one for you already, I could I'd like, Lindsay, I just love the way you show up with such radiance and brightness. And I love the way that you have created ways to support other people during this time. I love the way that you show up with, with just pure joy of being alive. Things Thank like you. that. Well, you know, I mean, that means a lot to me. That means well, a lot to me. I'm touched. I'm like, I'm not going to cry on the porch right now, Sherry. Honey, I also love that you color code your books. <laughs> right? Like, so, it, I mean, those things. And again, I just met you, but mm -hmm. it's like, it's easy to, to see what we love about people. And that's good. That's so good because that's the other piece, Sherry, where we might go into our mind, we might say, I don't know if I know that person well enough to really tell them. And I'm like, 
hey, stranger, new friend, what do you love? You know, <laughs> that's right. And you I know very quickly. We do. And, and the thing about the love list is sometimes people are like, oh, I'm not a very good writer. I'm not creative. I, I don't know if I can. But the thing is, just like you just said, first of all, the thing that I love about this is that it's, it's you and it's the other person and you can be exactly who you are. You half sentences, you can write phrases, you can, your grammar can be poor. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You know, it's just love about... That. It's just about sitting down. I usually tell people just set a timer for 15 minutes and watch what happens. If you just are thinking about that person, right? And, you know, I tell people, look at photographs or think about, you know, think about times you've spent. You know, I love that time we, you know, I love the time we were having hot chocolate and little mini marshmallows stuck to your lip and we just laughed like crazy. Yes. Oh my gosh. The demon happened and I feel closer to you. So these love lists, you, this was like a download for you. You just said, I got to do something. Yes. I feel so blessed, Lindsay. I really believe that my, my feelings about creativity are that we're just given that we're, I feel like we're given ideas, whatever you want to call it. I just say life, life. Mm -hmm. I think life gave me that. And I, I, I I could (laughs) just get so teary myself thinking about it. Like, I wanted off this planet. I didn't think I was good mm-hmm. enough. I didn't think that I could. I didn't think I was worthwhile. I thought it was a mistake. I said that to everybody. Mm-hmm. I was a mistake. And I think life gave me this beautiful tool because it's what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so I got to give it to other people. And in, in doing that, every time it's what I need. If I'm reading a love list that you make for your best friend, Mm-hmm. I'm receiving all of that. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That's so beautiful. So that's the magic too in life is that even in our darkest moments, there's this part of us that's piercing through that wants us to live and thrive. And you chose, I'm going to grab a hold of that and I'm just going to do it. And I wonder how many of us too in our, on our show today have that sense of, man, I'm feeling dark. Things are hard. And we're giving them, there's a, this is a strategic moment in your life where the path starts to split. And you've got Sherry saying, you can move through this. This is how I did it. Or you can stay the same path. So I hope as you are on this call that you would just start, you can, you can totally listen to us. Start your love list on the call. You set aside the time I want to see by the end for somebody that made this love list, how it shifted them too. before they even gave it to the person, you're going to feel this shift, which I think is just brilliant. Sherry, this is the best ideas are simple, actionable and make a huge difference. And this is one of those ideas. This This is like the Mel Robbins five second idea. You know, this is in that realm of simple, easy, applicable, change your life. Right. And I thank you for underlining that. Right. And again, I don't take credit for it. It it was, it just came through me, but the thing that, again, I love, you can, you can come up with three things you love about someone and put them in a greeting card and mail it today. Right. It doesn't have to be, you know, I've made lists of hundreds of things like for my mom, you know, I could, I could go on forever and I have done that. 
But I've also sometimes I'll send a postcard once a week for three months with one thing on it each week that I love about someone. You know, you can put them in, in fortune cookies. You could put them on little slips and put them in a jar with some fairy lights. I, I have so many uh, presentation ideas and I know people come up with their own too. Yeah. But it's, it's so versatile and, and you're right. Like it, it's just the simplest thing. Even if you write someone and you leave them a voice note today, you know, you turn on the voice mm-hmm. app on your phone and you say, oh my goodness, I was listening to this woman today and, you know, she was on Lindsay's show and I just want to tell you, here's a few things I love about you. Yes. That's it. That simple. Now, what about this, this next idea too, that I've never really heard of this concept of reappreciation. I have a feeling this is another one of your ideas, brilliant ideas. What does reappreciation mean? How do you practice that one? We've got the love list. Everybody is going, oh, I'm making my love list. What's this reappreciation idea? Well, again, yeah, I think that was another download. I think life, I'm, I'm really interested in new ways to feel grateful. Because mm-hmm. again, right, this is, you know, it's what saves me every day. I yeah. have to practice every day to stay out of that dark pit. Mm-hmm. And reappreciation dropped in one day. I, I, I can't remember exactly what I think it was like. I have a mat here in my room that my mother gave me, like so that when I walk in, I don't get my studio dirty. And I remember thinking, it's got llamas on it. And we have a llama joke together. Llama mama. She's my llama mama. And, and so she sent me a llama mat. And I think what happened is I thought, you know, this makes me happy every day when I see it. It reminds me of my mom. It connects me. And I had thanked her for it, of course, originally. But I thought, I used to thank my mom again. You know, so I took a picture with my feet on the mat and she always sends me socks. So I had some of her socks on. So I, you know, I took a picture and I sent it to her and I said, every day, I love this mat. And by the way, the socks too (laughs) that you gave me. And it's, it's that like, it's that re-appreciating something Mm -hmm. that we love. Or, you know, for many people, we look around and it might be that we have books that we love that people have given us. And there's, you know, sort of these texts in our lives that have, that have gotten us through hard times. And it could be writing to that friend and saying, remember 10 years ago, you gave me this book about writing and mm-hmm. that changed my life. And I, I look at it all the time and thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for that. I love that. I love need- it. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Lindsay. Sorry. No, please, please go ahead. Well, I was just going to add that it, it doesn't even have to be a thing. You know, sometimes what will happen is I'll remember um, some supportive words that someone said to me. You know, I'll remember that my friend told me something and it, it'll come back and I'll reuse it. And, mm-hmm. and I'll really try to send her off a, I love the mail. I'm such a, I'm an old fashioned, I love the postal mail. So I'll try to send off a card that says, you know, yeah. that, that, you know that piece of advice you gave me five years ago? It's living in me now. Thank you. I'm still using it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's well this idea too that you know how in coaching we talk about the mind and how the mind naturally gravitates and holds on to negative yes this is you saying this is part of our biology and you can do it different you are intelligent enough you are strong enough you have we have so much power that we don't recognize because we really can say that might be how our brain works i remember when i was you know 
115 pounds going on a roller coaster and this kid next to me told me I had fat thighs. Why do I remember that from sixth grade, seventh grade, you know? But what we can really do instead is say, okay, my brain likes very sticky around these horrible random ideas, but I could choose and shift my focus, look around me, see all the gifts around me, see the people around me. And this energetic shift opens up way more possibility to us. That's what it sounds like. Oh, Lindsay, you said that so beautifully. Yeah, I just heard again, and I've heard this many times, that, you know, for for every negative thing that sticks like that, I love how Rick Hansen of Buddha's Brain says, you know, the negative sticks like um, Velcro and the positive slides off like Teflon. Yep. And he says that you have to, for 15 or 30 seconds, I can't remember which, you have to reinforce the good in order for it to stick like the bad. Yeah, it's 15. Yep. Is it 15 seconds? Yes. I love you that you knew that. And I know exactly the- what you're talking about. I think we should try. I think we should give everybody 15 <gasps> seconds. Yes. And what do we do in the 15 seconds, Sherry? I'm going to time it. Well, I want people to just take a look around wherever they are and find something around you or a memory. It could be like someone you love and to spend 15 seconds immersed in the appreciation just the pure like wow i'm I'm looking at this llama mat again like that's the first thing i land on like oh 15 seconds of loving my mom and this that she sent me this that she we connected that way i love that okay here we go you get 15 seconds i'm starting a timer ready go everybody we'll sit here Okay. That's 15. How'd that feel, Lindsay? Okay. Well, my, what, what went through my brain, I feel emotional because I thought about, I've got my dogs in the room and my friend, Kristen, who's a coach rescued one of my dogs, um, and sent her to me, (gasps) saved her life. And I, I sometimes, you know, I see her and she's the family dog and everybody loves her and snuggles with her. But I think about how there were so many little moments that happened that kept her alive so that we could even enjoy her now. Okay. So I'm just, I can feel, I wish I could show you a picture of them right now, but I'll take a picture and show everybody on the screen, but there's my two pups are snuggling together right now. And it just reminds me to appreciate life around me, to appreciate life and all the hands that it took to keep her alive. Yes. Everybody, there they are sleeping. Oh, Lindsay right there. I don't want to wake them. I'll bring her, I'll bring her on the show at the end. She was asking to meet you. I said, wait till it's over, you know? So what came to your mind? What came, what happened for you in that 15 seconds? I was thinking about my mom, of course, because of the llama mat, but what happened? And two, I got teary. I, I started making a list in my head of what she's given me. And oh my goodness. Like it started with, again, it started with material things. We have a family heirloom popcorn bowl. I love popcorn. So does my mom. We love to read and eat popcorn. So she gave me that bowl recently. And I thought, oh, I have to thank her again. You know, Mm -hmm. and then I just thought of when I was growing up and she was a single mom with four kids to raise and high school, you know, no college degree, trying to get a job that she could keep the house and uh, just, just the great, the gratefulness for everything. It's humanly impossible what she did. 
it's almost, it's impossible physically, mentally, emotionally, single moms should get a reward. I don't know what it would be, <laughs> but they literally do the impossible. I know. And here's the thing about my mom too, that I just want to bring in, cause I want to honor her. Cause we're talking about appreciation, but my mom has never had a lot of material goods at all, right? She, she has really struggled financially. She is one of the happiest people I know. She can, she can just find joy. We sit mm. on the porch and she always says, sit on the porch and watch nature will put on a show for you. And that's, that's what that. she does. Right? Like she, and she's such a role model for me of how to find joy truly. I mean, she, nothing makes her happier than us all being there. I can imagine. It's almost like she understands that deep piece of like the material can actually be a distraction from the now. Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay. That's so beautiful. To sit on the porch. And I think this happens with age too. All of a sudden I really care about the blooming trees and the birds, you know, but it's, there is that idea that nature is putting on a show. That's so beautiful to just sit and be a part of it. Yeah. We are part of the show. We are actually, we are animals, everybody. Uh, <laughs> kind of crazy to think about, but we are a part of this whole thing. We are, mm -hmm. which, you know, it's dropping in for me that I just feel the need to say. So part of the reason that I find that so much has shifted for me in my idea of loving myself, loving my life is that I finally did understand exactly what we're talking about. We're all just part of this whole thing. So when I'm celebrating me, mm. I'm not celebrating me. I'm celebrating life. I'm celebrating, yes. right? Like when I see you, I see this like beautiful manifestation of life living through this, this crazy, beautiful person. Like it's mm -hmm. a miracle. It is a miracle. Mm -hmm. It's a miracle that we're here. That's for sure. Right? It's easy to forget about. What did, when everybody else did this too, when I want to hear, cause I bet we're going to churn up the energy even more. I'm going to read some of the things that people said when they did their 15 seconds. Oh, and will you, Sherry, if I read it to you, will you tell you how it impacts? Will you tell us all how it impacts you? I Dad. want people to see the chain. I love it. Okay. Um, let's see. I think somebody just wrote. I'm, keep, I'm keeping, I'm scanning these. Sam, if you see one that you can add that people have said, I felt grateful looking at the pieces of my Mother's Day bouquet that are still gracing my workspace. I love that. I mean, see, this is what's so beautiful. I don't know who wrote that. I don't know whose bouquet it was, but I felt that. Like, mm -hmm. I felt the bouquet love. Well, and that's the thing too. I know, I know this person. Hey, Kayla. And this is her first year as a mom. So it's like, oh, Welcome to motherhood. You're in quarantine and your job is now at home. And, and she's navigated so much wow. just to be at this moment and to, to enjoy her flowers to, to even Kayla, if you're still here, I want, if you're still on the call, like to, to recognize all that you've walked through in this last year, you've brought life into the world. You have, you know, continued to evolve in your career and now you're maneuvering something that nobody expected and it's not easy, but just even be able to give yourself that moment to be grateful for what's around you can make a huge difference. Somebody else said, I thought about my parents and how happy I am 
to go see them this weekend, even if those feelings are sprinkled with anxiety too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, mm-hmm. I love that because that speaks to something so important too, that it's like our gratitude and our joy and our love is often intermixed with a bunch of other stuff, right? It's like, not simple. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and thank you, whoever said that, right? Thank you. Yeah. Because it's not simple. You know, I can be really upset about something that's going on with, you know, something I had going on with my boyfriend or whatever, and still be able to hold the joy of, you know, the new blooms on the tree. Mm-hmm. It can all be there. And it's all actually such a celebration of being human that we get to have this wide expanse of feelings. That life is complex. Somebody said to me, once the older you get, the deeper both ends go. So you have deeper joy and deeper sorrow. And we learn how to not live in the black and white. We learn how to live in the gray, in the both and, that all of these things are true at the same time. And I can imagine as people come out of quarantine, there is that element of, it's a mix of fear and excitement. Oh, Lindsay's. So I love the way you see things and you're so great at articulating them really succinctly. Like that's so beautiful and so true. Mm. And I think all the times, like I, it's not that I have this Pollyanna view of the world by any means. I, I feel like you're saying, I mean, I think because I went through such a deep depression myself, I feel, I feel the, the loneliness, the grief, the disappointment Mm -hmm. of the world very deeply but mm-hmm. I think that does also allow for a greater breadth of love, just like you said. There's more, yes. somehow there's more space. Yep, that's it. That's right. Okay, I've got another question for you. I'm gonna, I want to play devil's advocate with you a little bit. Ooh, all right. Because we've all done the gratitude journal. We all have three different leather-bound gratitude journals that we did for 30 days. But, and I don't mean to be like sassy. It's just that they can be a little bit, tiresome after a while, like, okay, I've heard the gratitude journal, Sherry, I get it. I'll go do a stupid gratitude journal. But I'm curious, what are some other ways for us to practice gratitude if we are quarantine journaled out or if we need another way? What's some other ways that we could do it? And if you love the gratitude journal, good for you. That's awesome. Way to go. I just know that some of us feel differently. So what are some other ways too that we could do gratitude if we're not the journaling type? First of all, I told you how much I love your sass. I love your sass. <laughs> You're awesome. Well, yes, as you um, might guess, I think about this a lot. Mm-hmm. And just, just yesterday, actually, a phrase dropped in my head when I woke up, which was, not your grandma's gratitude journal. <laughs> <laughs> TM, trademark that. Now that's, that's going to be a book someday. I know it is because I've been collecting some different ideas. And let me tell you my, one of my favorites because it has to do with my son. It's a very short story, tiny story. I love it. My son was turning three and we had a birthday cake for him. Mm-hmm. And as you do, right, I leaned in and we had the candles and I said, honey, make a wish before you blow out the candles. And he blew out the candles in his cute little three-year-old way. And then I said, what'd you wish for? And he said, a birthday cake. He said a birthday cake. So he was wishing for what was right in front of him. Right here. And uh, I love that story so much. And I use it in my coaching. Hmm. So I have an exercise. And maybe we could do this with people for just a couple seconds. So as I'm talking, 
as I'm talking, I ask people, can you wish for things that are already in your life? So for instance, oftentimes people have a relationship that at one point they used to think, I wish I had a partner. I wish I had a spouse. I wish I had a lover. I wish I had, I wish I had a child, you know? Yes. I wish I had a home that was safe. I wish I had running water. Yes. You know, I wish I had a heart that beat every day. I wish I could breathe easily. You know, I wish that I had a friend that I could laugh with. I wish, you know, it's a way of, for me, what happens is when I say that, it's almost like instant magic. You know, like I, I usually will start with my son because he's the one that, you know, prompted all of this, but I'll say like, oh, I wish I had a really funny son who makes me laugh every day. Boom. I love that. So people can be thinking right now, like, like, look at your life with those fresh eyes. If, you know, there's some quote out there that says like, what if we woke up tomorrow and the only things we had were those things that we feel grateful for? It makes you, it makes you think about your life in a new way. Mm-hmm. What, what are you wishing for that you already have? Oh, that's so good. I do think this is when I go back when I was a kid, I always wanted to have dogs. And the, the promise to myself is that I'll always have dogs. You know, they'll be next to me till the end. Um, and that's part of why I'm so grateful because every day I see him, I think when I was eight and I didn't have a dog and how much oh, I longed for that. So simple, but they're my jam. You know, dogs are the best people. So, you know, I think about, or that perfect, that, that partner that you've always wanted that hears you and listens and supports you. And then to have that person standing in front of you, it's, it really does, you're right, anchors you into what you've wished for that you really do have right in front of you. Yes, yeah. I'm curious what people uh, who are with us, what have you wished for that's now right in front of you that yeah. maybe we forget about because we're just kind of doing the daily grind? Is there anything else for you, Sherry, that comes to mind that you've wished for? Definitely. I, I wished so hard. I wish I had a tribe of people who were creative and alive and who made me feel like I was just living life fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here you are. Yeah. I wish I had a beautiful studio where I can have my own space and I can write and that it was built by people I love so that it feels like love in here. And you've got it. That's I wish I, I wish I had a brand new friend named Lindsay, who <laughs> was really great to talk to and made me feel just happy to be here with her. Oh, that's exactly. That's exactly. I always wish that, that um, when I was thinking about you, Jenny told me, you know, all about you a few weeks ago. And I'm like, man, this could be a really fun friendship of somebody oh. who understands it. And here we are sitting here. Who thought that we'd be making friends while we're isolated? I don't know if I would have, not to play like the whole game, but I don't know if I would have met you if we weren't going through this. Wow. Wow. In the strangest way. Well, and we can extend that because I'm seeing all of these new friends, unfortunately not your faces, but your names. And I'm, yep. I'm imagining like here we are, like I wish I had a circle of people who are willing to get together for an hour and just really talk about what matters in life. Yeah. There it is. What I else love comes, that. What else comes up for you, Lindsay? Like, I know, you know, you wish you had two wonderful, cute dogs who were lying next to you. What I else? Know. 
Well, you know, when I started, I used to be a musician. So I used to tour as a musician. I left the road and I knew what I wanted more than anything was more conversations. The same conversations I'd have as soon as we walked off the stage. I wanted that to be my life. And so I remember when I first started coaching, I would say, I wish that I could have clients that I love, make the money that I need to survive, you know, enjoy my life, not feel tense about it and be like my own boss and build a team that I really love. And I'm sitting in the middle of all that right now to build, you know, to think about what you want out of life. I believe that our careers are really an extension of our deep spiritual calling, whatever that means to you, because your waking hours are spent pursuing something. So I hope it's something that you love. And I feel so lucky that I wished for this. And here we are today. And I get to do this. This is like, you know, we all have the opportunity to create out of nothing. That is, you know, especially when I think of like the concept of motherhood, but just creatures, the fact that we are human beings means that we get to create out of nothing. And we all have the opportunity to do that with a wish. I, you also sort of led me to another, like, I just want to offer another way to look at gratitude that's a side door in, which is something yeah. you just said. And this one I call <clears throat> at a girl or at a boy. Uh-huh. So I think oftentimes we forget to include ourselves. And so what mm. you just said, I would call an at a girl. Like, so you could write down in, in this new kind of gratitude journal, you know, wow, I am so appreciative that I really took the steps to create this amazing life that I love. I'm mm-hmm. so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm so glad that I let myself be the sort of person who invited dogs into blood. So you could phrase it and look for, you know, look for those things that are like at a girls. We I love that. Of those. Mm-hmm. Like cheering ourselves on. Seeing yeah. exactly what you said in the beginning as a cheerleader. Be don't be afraid to cheer yourself on. It doesn't mean you're being cocky. It doesn't mean you're being arrogant. It means that you're looking at your life and you're building a well of gratitude to get your energy from. Instead of a well of fear or a well of worry, you've got this well of gratitude that you can go back and dip into when you need it. Right. And you know, the thing that just dropped in for me, Lindsay, is so oftentimes, you know, if someone tells us to write a gratitude, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm grateful for my health. That's a very, right. I'm grateful for my health. Totally. But we could freshen that up and enliven it in us by saying, I am really grateful that I made that spinach smoothie today, even though what I really wanted to do was have, you know, four pieces of toast, you know, exactly. You know what I mean? Like we can, Mm -hmm. and specificity, I think is very important, both in the love list and in these kinds of lists, because the specificity is what brings it alive in us. Mm -hmm. That's very true. It's a good storytelling. Yeah. And we're telling our stories like each day, like you said, like um, at the end of the day, I bet everyone could think of 10 things that are sort of out of girls or out of boys about who they were in that day. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so grateful. I reached out to Susie. I knew she was having a hard time. I'm so glad I called her. Yes. Yep. I think about one of my favorite, um, leaders here in Indianapolis. Her name is Tiffany. Tiffany Sauter with Element 3. And she was saying, she was telling her employees, she was saying, you're going to look back on this time and be blown away at how resilient you were. Oh, yeah. So we're even like taking energy from the future. We're going to look back and be like, can you believe we got through that and we were stronger for it and we learned more about ourselves? 
you know, it's hard to do that, but I do think that we're going to look back and Sherry and I were talking before we all jumped on about how for us in this season, we've actually had more activity. We've been busier is not the right word because it makes, it has a negative like hustle connotation, but we've had more opportunities to serve people and connect with people. And I know we're going to look back too and say, look at how we grew. Look at how, look at how much stronger I am. I now have this experience that I can refer back to and say, I got through this. I can get through the next thing. Yes. Hey, Lindsay, did yeah. anybody write in the chat or I'm wondering if anybody was yes. willing to write and add a girl or an add a boy that they have for themselves, a gratitude for who they are. Yes. So write an add a boy, add a girl. We want to hear it. We, we want to cheer you on. This is a lot, you know, I think this could be the hardest thing when we ask clients to do this on a one-on-one, they struggle with it because it, we've been programmed to think like, that's not appropriate. Don't toot your own horn. And I'm saying toot, toot, toot it up. (laughs) Well, and I'm saying it's not your own horn. It's life. Like I'm always saying it's not, there is no my horn or Lindsay's horn or your horn. We're all, we're like flowers blooming. Mm-hmm. And all it is is recognizing. And I, I think life likes it. I think life likes it when we are saying, wow, thanks. You mm-hmm. know, thanks life. Yeah. You know, sometimes, I mean, a lot of times actually, I'm just so grateful. I have creative ideas that come, come to me, right? And I'm always like, thanks, you know? And yes. it's not tooting my own horn to say like, wow, this great idea came in. It's just celebrating of- life. I think our chat, everybody's getting shy on the chat. So oh. let's see. <laughs> that's, that's let's okay, see but- if we can get some people to share. And just, it's really a celebration, a celebration of how life, how it's worked for you and what's gone well. In the meantime, oh, go ahead, Sherry. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say in the meantime, I have one more sort of alternative way of looking at grass. Yes, hit us. And this one will probably be easier for people to share if they want. But I call this one everyday heroes. So I love to walk around my life and think about, like I have a mailman during this quarantine who has worked so freaking hard. Tirelessly. He's got to go way out of his way to like manage all this. But every time I happen to see him, hey, Hi, big wave, big smile behind the mask, but you know it's there. Yeah. And there's a guy who works at a, a fast food Indian place that I love. And every once in a while, he gives me a free mango lassie. Changed my life, right? Like, <laughs> like right? Like, just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I call them everyday heroes. And I, I like to actually write letters of thanks to people, but you don't have to. They could just be something that you hold in your head. Oh, that yes. woman I passed today, you know, she gave me such a, such a happy, happy smile. I needed that. That was awesome. What a hero. I love that. That's so, we were at the grocery store the other day and there's a kid, there's like a, he's like 15 and the way he bags groceries is like Tetris. <laughs> and Lauren laughed because we were going through and she knew it was my guy, you know? And she saw, I was like, yes. And so now as he was begging, I'm like, this is the guy. From now on, when we go through that line, it's telling him, you do, this is such a big deal that you do this well. Yes. Even yes. the smallest thing. Yes. Okay, people are jumping in. They're oh. sharing. So I'm going to read through these. Okay, please. I'm walking, Maggie said, I'm walking eight to 10K every day now that I'm working from home. It's helped me lose 40 pounds since Thanksgiving. That's amazing. 
That is just incredible. Aaron said, I trusted my gut on a work decision that was unpopular among staff and it ended up being the right one. The gut is always right before the brain. I love that. Kayla said, I'm grateful that I've been able to continue working, juggling motherhood, mental health struggles, in that I had the strength to ask for the work accommodation I needed to prioritize my mental health last week. Advocating for yourself is a huge step in personal and professional development. I love that. Wow. Deb said, I've been able to live without crushing anxiety that has been my companion for a long time, despite COVID. Incredible. Tina said, oh, Tina, what's up, Tina? I'm grateful that I've started my keto journey and I've lost 14 pounds in four weeks. Oh my God. If there was a time where you didn't have to worry about eating the restaurant food, you got the key. You know, this is a great time to do keto. I love that. There's a bunch here. This is amazing. This is so much. Wait, Lindsay, let me ask you something. Yeah. How fun is this to hear people's girls and attaboys? It's amazing. It's a reminder to me, like things are going well. We do have some power and control in our lives right now. And it's, it, it makes me feel more courage. Yes, me too. Right. When I'm hearing each of these people, and this is why it's not, it's not like tooting your own horn or being prideful or whatever we've been taught. It's, it's sharing uh, and being a role model because we're all, all like, I'm so uplifted. Just those few that you read, I want to yep. hug every one of those people. Like, I love them. Yes, that's exact. And we do borrow courage from each other, don't we? Yes, yes. It's contagious just as much as fear is. So is courage. I love that. So let me ask you this, Sherry, because I know your time is valuable and um, we'll, we'll have to part ways at some point in the next couple minutes. What is, if you could share one thing with the world, one thing, what would you want the world to hear from you? Thank you. What a beautiful question. Well, and it is actually the title of my book, which is Say It Now. I mean, this is, if I could shout from the rooftops, please mm -hmm. don't wait. Don't wait. You know, and it's, it's about expressing our love. And it's also Say It Now as in, who you are, what you want to say, what's coming through you in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't squash any of that energy. We need it. You know, we need it. And mm -hmm. particularly in the realm, I mean, I, I can't tell you the number of funerals I've gone to where it's like people are sharing all those beautiful stories and the appreciations and the photos. And it's like, I always say, say it now before, you know, so they could still hear it. That's so true. I wish that we could, and this is kind of morbid, but I wish we could reverse engineer funerals and everybody like your birthday party would be like, this is what I want you to know. If I don't get to say anything else to you, I know. this is what I want you to know, because you're right. This idea of saying it now, now is all we have. And if you know it now, say it now. That's what makes the difference, right? And it's what makes the difference in us first and foremost. That's right. Who we That's become right. in that process. I love that. Um, Sam, as we're wrapping up, can you put Sherry's website back in the chat? And then that Amazon link for her book. I know that that would inspire so many of us uh, during this time. A couple other things that people are sharing too. Oh, is yeah. we, I love this. I'm grateful uh, for these cards that she's been sending. A friend of mine started this company. It's called DearQueerCards.com. And she's writing a card every day which is so sweet. Even just taking Jessica, taking a couple minutes to write people a card 
is amazing. Allison said she's been maintaining a GPA in grad school on top of a full-time job with more free time. Caitlin says, I've been sending cookies to nurses. Oh gosh, more than, that's beautiful. All this information, if you guys keep scrolling through this chat, remember what you heard today. Remember that from Sherry, say it now. She gave us so many great, simple, and genius ideas of how to care for other people, making those love lists, wishing what is already true of your life. These are amazing activities that don't take a ton of time, but can literally, and we have both seen it, transform, absolutely transform your life. And that's what I love about Sherry is she is sending that out into the world every day with all she's got so that other people can have deep meaning. I love, I wanted to share this with you. Brittany said, this is the best hour of therapy I've ever had. Oh. I'm so glad, Brittany. That's what we're here for. I wish we could oh, hug everybody. I know. Uh, me too. I love all of you. Yes. Oh. Sherry, thank you for your time. This has been a true pleasure. I, I feel lit up. I feel encouraged. I'm ready to go take on the world and love other people better because of this. Thank you. Lindsay, what a beautiful opportunity. My new friend that I got to make during the quarantine. I love you. Yes. Thank you for sharing all of your friends with me and, and letting me have this chance to share what, what's so important for me. I really yes. love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Make sure to check out Sherry's website and you can get her book on Amazon. Her website is simplycelebrate.net. Keep it simple. That's the key. Keep it simple and do it now. That's what makes the difference. Thank you, Sherry. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks everybody for being here. We're so appreciative of you. And we're, this is about doing it together. You know, we don't have to go it alone. Sherry showed us that today. Let's stay connected. And until next time, we'll see you on the porch. Thank you, Sherry. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Mwah. Bye, friends.